Have you ever gotten into bed? You're all done, you've showered, you put on your cozy jammies, and you crawl into your comfy bed so ready to go to sleep. And then 20 minutes later, you're still awake. Then 30 minutes, then an hour, you're still awake. Now you're just plain angry and you just can't sleep. Does this happen to you? The other day I was out with one of our daughters and we went to Starbucks, which I love, by the way. I was drinking this cold brew with that sweet cream on top. Oh my gosh, it's so good. But then I realized, oh my gosh, it's four o'clock. I kept saying, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be drinking this coffee this late. I, I shouldn't be drinking this. And I kept drinking it. And then later that evening, we went out to dinner and I had a glass of Prosecco. Didn't even think about it. It's such a treat. And again, I love that too. But obviously, I wasn't thinking that day. Caffeine and alcohol in one evening? Total train wreck. Can I just tell you, I didn't fall asleep that night until after 5, 5 a.m. It was brutal. Today, we're talking about something that we all need, but may not always prioritize, and that's sleep. The magical state of rest that helps us with so many things, recharges our batteries, it heals our bodies, and refreshes our mind. Sleep isn't just this nice-to-have thing. We need it. It is vital to our health and well-being. From boosting our immune system to improving our memory and mood to better cognitive functioning, all of it. Getting enough sleep is so important for living our best lives. So whether you're feeling the brain fog or you're running around tired all the time, or you feel like you just can't sleep well, you're going to love this episode because we're diving into the fascinating world of sleep and things you can do to have a better night's sleep so you feel more rested, more clear-minded, and ready for the day. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. Have you ever thought or said to yourself, oh, I am so tired, but that's okay. I'll catch up on my sleep over the weekend. Or are you one of these? Oh, I don't even need a lot of sleep. I can function on a few hours of sleep and then I'm good. Well, turns out, that there are many misconceptions about sleep that leads to more and more problems. And actually, those are two of them right there. The I can catch up on sleep over the weekend thing, this is so common. A lot of people believe that if they don't get enough sleep during the week, they can make up for it by sleeping in on the weekend. Heck, I've thought this before too. But it's not true. It's a myth. You know, it's possible to make up for short-term sleep loss Chronic sleep loss, chronic sleep deprivation could have long-lasting effects on your health and well-being. In fact, trying to catch up on sleep by sleeping in on the weekend is then going to disrupt your circadian rhythm and make it harder for you to fall asleep or stay asleep during the week. It just exacerbates the whole problem. The second one is I only need a few hours of sleep to function. Another myth. 
Some people actually believe that they can function on a few hours of sleep, but not true for most people. The National Sleep Foundation recommends that adults get seven to nine hours of sleep per night for optimum health. So chronic sleep deprivation, it can lead to a variety of health problems. Let me share two more misconceptions or myths. The third one, alcohol helps me sleep. A lot of people believe that drinking alcohol before bedtime can help them fall asleep faster or sleep more deeply. It's just another myth. While alcohol can make you feel drowsy maybe at the beginning and help you fall asleep initially, it totally disrupts your sleep cycle and leads to poor sleep quality overall. It's so bad in my case. I can't, it's almost like I can't even enjoy drinking anymore. It gets that bad. And also alcohol can cause you to snore, which you don't want to be doing. And it just totally disrupts your sleep when you snore. So it just gets worse and worse. Anyway, the fourth misconception or myth is sleep problems are a normal part of aging. Oh my gosh, I think this too. It is true that some changes in sleep patterns are common as we age, such as we wake up more frequently during the night or we might wake up earlier in the morning, but chronic sleep problems are not a normal part of aging. I just wanted to touch on some of the misconceptions, and I know there might be more, but those are four of the more common ones and truly ones I've thought before as well. I also wanted to highlight that these misconceptions and this lack of sleep really wreaks havoc on our bodies. So let's go over. I know we're probably well aware of all the problems that lack of sleep can produce, but let's put an exclamation mark right now on some of these because it's so prevalent. And when we're sleep deprived, it can just get worse and worse. So the first one is fatigue and drowsiness, this constant feeling of you know, I'm tired. I'm so tired. And you're sleepy during the day. It's such a common symptom of poor sleep. And then this produces that brain fog we have so often, and it can affect the ability to concentrate, make decisions, and just perform daily tasks. A second one is how about mood changes? Oh my gosh, right? How irritable can we be when we don't get enough sleep? It just makes it harder to have normal conversations and sometimes just manage the stress of everyday life. A third one, memory and cognitive problems. Oh my gosh, it's so true. It impairs our ability to learn, remember, and focus, making it harder to perform well at work or at school. And then number four, the physical problems from poor sleep. It can give you headaches or muscle pains and just plain low energy. It weakens your immune system, so you might be more vulnerable to getting sick. It's just a mess. (laughs) So do you even know what happens in your body when you sleep? Okay, I just had to do more research because I know a few things that happen during sleep biologically, but oh my goodness, I learned even more. Okay, so here's what I found out. Sleep is such a complex process that involves several different stages in the brain. So during sleep, the brain isn't just resting or shut off, so to speak, but it goes through this range of activities that are critical for our health. One thing is that it helps to consolidate memories and learning. During sleep, the brain processes and consolidates information that you got throughout the day, which then helps to strengthen memories and improves your learning. This process is thought to occur primarily during the deeper stages of non-REM sleep. 
which occur usually the first half of the night. And then by strengthening these connections, the brain is able to store more memories and more effectively and retrieve them more easily in the future. And then I also read that the less prominent and less important memories, like what you ate for the day or the outfit you wore, for example, the brain literally doesn't have you know, all this space for every single memory. So it filters them out, so to speak. I just thought that was so interesting. In addition to this memory consolidation, sleep also plays an important role in clearing out waste products and toxins that accumulate during wakefulness. So, you know, it helps to maintain your brain health and brain function. Sleep also regulates hormone levels, oh my gosh, including that stress hormone called cortisol, which affects so many things in our body. Okay, I just had to share some of that science because it shows that sleep is even more important than we think. Now we want to talk a little bit about circadian rhythms, which you might already know about, but the role of circadian rhythms and how they affect our sleep. Circadian rhythms are natural cycles that regulate our body's internal clock and coordinate a lot of different functions, such as sleep, metabolism, and hormone production. These rhythms are influenced by things such as light and darkness, and then you know, a lot of times just varies. It varies on individual genetics, age, lifestyle factors, and that kind of thing. But one of the most important circadian rhythms is the sleep-wake cycle, which determines when we feel sleepy and when we feel alert. And listen to this, the sleep, I thought this is so cool. The sleep-wake cycle is controlled by a part of the brain that receives signals from the eyes that tell it when to release the hormone melatonin which in turn makes us feel sleepy. I never knew that. (laughs) So when our circadian rhythms are in sync with our sleep-wake cycle, we tend to feel more alert and energized during the day and more relaxed and sleepy at night. However, things mess up our circadian rhythms, that's for sure. Think about, you know, if you work shift work or jet lag or exposure to artificial light at night. All of these things can interfere with our sleep quality and how long we sleep. For example, if you are, you know, in a bright light in the evening, it suppresses melatonin and then you don't feel like you're sleepy. So then it's harder to fall asleep or stay asleep. On the other hand, exposure to natural light in the morning can help reset this whole thing and promote better sleep for you at night. Other things that can affect your circadian rhythm are things like your diet or when you exercise or stress, or even, you know, if you're more of a morning person or a night person, and we're going to get into that next. So let's move to that. It's called your sleep chronotype. And I'm sure you know your body functions much better at certain times of the day. I for sure feel this too, but I didn't know that you can have different sleep chronotypes. Did you know that? Based on, you know, whether you're morning person or evening person, a lot of this is different classifications, which are called chronotypes. So before I keep going really quick, have you ever taken one of those personality quizzes or the strength finder quizzes, anything like that? I'm sure you have, but did you know they have one for sleep? (laughs) So I Googled it and I had to take it. I took two and it's so interesting. There are so many intriguing things about it. I'll link to um, a free one in the show notes in case you're curious about which one you are. But before I tell you my sleep chronotype, let's talk a little bit about it here because 
Why is it important to know this, you're asking? Yeah, you're asking like, why do I need to know this, Holly? Okay, listen, your sleep chronotype is referring to your natural preference for sleeping and waking. So it's influenced, like we said, by your circadian rhythms, by genetics and lifestyle factors. Some people are naturally morning people and feel most alert and productive in the morning, while others are night owls and prefer to stay up late and sleep in. Understanding your sleep chronotype is really important because it can help you optimize your sleep and wake patterns for your individual biology, your lifestyle, and then that's going to improve the quality of your sleep and how long you sleep. Think how much better you'd feel. (laughs) Finding the free quiz and learning more about sleep chronotypes is where I came across the sleep doctor, Dr. Michael Bruce. I actually mentioned him before in a previous episode, episode number 35, if you heard that one, where we talked about our health and three important ways to get more more control over how we feel. And that was when I was referring to his other book called Beauty Sleep, Look Younger, Lose Weight, and Feel Great Through Better Sleep. Love that title. (laughs) This is where he talks about our hormones and how good quality sleep can actually help you prevent weight gain, which is also so intriguing. Just to repeat a little bit of that here, he explains the two hormones that are key in this process are ghrelin and leptin. Ghrelin is the go hormone that tells you when to eat and when you are sleep deprived, you have more ghrelin, Bruce says. Leptin is the hormone that tells you to stop eating, and when you are sleep-deprived, you have less leptin. More ghrelin plus less leptin equals weight gain. You know, you can see how important those two things are and how getting better sleep affects it all. How interesting is that? I'll definitely add Dr. Bruce's website and his books in the show notes. Each chronotype includes a range of personal attributes, behaviors, and preferences. But what's really helpful is when you can see what things are ideal for you. If you take into consideration your sleep chronotype and adjust when you go to sleep, when you wake up, when to exercise, when to drink caffeine, when to stop drinking caffeine, all of these things. If you adjust these to fit into your chronotype, changing the time when you do these things, you will see changes in the quality of your sleep within 30 days. So Dr. Bruce named these four chronotypes. There are lions, bears, wolves, and dolphins. I'm a bear and I really enjoyed learning more about that. I'm not going to go into it because I think he obviously explains it the best. So I listened to his TED talk about it. I will link it below in the show notes. I'd highly recommend first taking the quiz and learning what you are and then listening to his 16 minute talk. It's so good. Related to this, he wrote a book called The Power of When. And it goes into so many different things. And he says there is a perfect time to do all of these things. For example, he talks about there's even an ideal time to take your medications based on your chronotype. It is the next book on my list. I'm so excited to read it. So we have so much to learn about sleep, don't we? But who's on a mission to getting more sleep and better sleep? Because I'm sitting here raising my hands. Are you raising your hand? (laughs) Okay, let me tell you, here are eight tips for getting a better night's rest. Number one, 
stick to a consistent sleep schedule. This is so hard, especially when you're trying to catch another episode of your favorite Netflix. I understand. (laughs) But as much as possible, try to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day even on weekends, which for me is really hard. (laughs) So this really helps to regulate your body's natural sleep-wake cycle. And in turn, it improves your sleep quality. So that goes to that circadian rhythm that you have. The second one is to create the best, juiciest sleep environment. (laughs) Make sure your bedroom's a little cooler, for sure quiet and dark, free of distractions. So I have to tell you this story. We have that that Google Nest Wi-Fi thing. I don't know if you've heard of it, but we have these various little units all over the house and they have this blue light on when it's active. And do you know for months, months, I was living with that annoying little light on? I, I was so frustrated. I'd put this pillow in the middle so I wouldn't see this light. And then one night my husband finally notices it and says, huh, that's annoying. I'm like, you're just noticing that now? (laughs) So he reached over and do you know that little light just shut off? Oh my word. This is what I mean. Get rid of anything that's annoying or distracting. The third tip is to create the most cozy bed ever. Yes, get the sheets and the comforter that you literally can't wait to dive into at night. And also as many pillows that makes you happy. I won't even tell you how many pillows I need. My husband totally makes fun of me for all the pillows. The fourth tip is to limit caffeine and alcohol. Look, I know this is a hard one. No judgment, but these things totally interferes with your sleep. It might give you this false sense of, oh, I could fall asleep faster like we talked about, but the quality of sleep is horrible. So try to avoid them at least, at least three hours before bed, if not more. Or try this, try not having any caffeine or alcohol for a certain period of time and see how that affects your sleep. Number five, set a juicy, relaxing bedtime routine. (laughs) And just juicy meaning whatever is so relaxing to you. Take a hot shower, a warm bath, read a book, listen to some soothing music, whatever makes you relax. That is such a good thing to do. Number six, this is about exercising during the day. Regular exercise, and I can tell you this is so true because I've had a period where I didn't do it regularly and now I am. It helps you sleep so much better. But here's the thing. If I notice if I work out too late in the day, it's messing with my sleep. So frustrating. So if you can, Try to finish your workout at least a few hours before bedtime. Number seven, eat good food. I know that's probably intuitive, but eating a healthier diet just improves your overall health and your sleep quality. But trying to avoid like heavy, you know, junky meals or snacks before bed, that's really going to help because they really disrupt your (laughs) digestion. (laughs) Okay, and the last one, try to manage your stress and anxiety because this totally interferes with your sleep and it makes it harder to fall asleep. And so I know this is hard, but find ways to do it. It could be practicing some meditation, some deep breathing, or even yoga. So I think I told you this story before. Uh, (laughs) It's so funny. So I'm really trying to work on this meditation thing and breathing. 
and it's breathing deep from your diaphragm that and that triggers your vagus nerve and it tells your brain, okay, we're relaxing now. It's so good. So I was trying this in bed. I was sitting up. I was, it was dark. I was in my jammies. All was getting good, right? All was relaxing, just doing this, trying to breathe and quiet my mind. And I'm doing this for a few minutes. And my husband walks in. He goes, what are you meditating? <laughs> I'm like, oh, not anymore. <laughs> you have to find it. Um, you have to find a time to do it or a place to do it where you're not going to get interrupted. And those are the eight things. So what do you think? Are you thinking, I could do those things. I could do this. I hope so. Remember, improving your sleep habits can take time and patience. Don't be discouraged if you don't see immediate results because it's a work in progress like anything, and I'm still working on it for sure, so we'll do it together. But truly, a good night's rest can do wonders for your health, your mood, your well-being, even your happiness. Before I end, I just want to say a couple of things. I found one more site that was filled with great articles about sleep, the science of sleep, different problems with sleep, so many good blog articles that were very helpful. It's called thesleepsite.co.uk. I will add that below as well. Remember how important sleep is and give it the attention it needs. You need it. And I just want to add here, that if you're experiencing a lot of sleep problems or chronic ones, please talk to your doctor or sleep specialist. I'm definitely not a doctor or a sleep specialist. I just love sharing things that help me, things that I'm learning, and I'm on the journey right there with you. Okay, I'm not even going to tell you how late it is when I'm recording this, but I'm pooped. <laughs> I'm so tired. So I'm off to bed, my friends. Have a good day. Good night. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.